10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? The wheel of fate is turning, Rebel One, action! Hello, I am your co-host Taylor. I am your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And welcome to Are We Friends, the only show on the internet where three boys who have known each other for 10 years go through their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends anymore, or if it's just inertia. This week, we are glad to have John back uh, joining us today. How are you doing today, John? I'm doing super well. Super excited for today's episode. Awesome, man. Well, we uh, we had so much fun talking about the uh, the FGC stuff last time that we ended up talking for like another 20 minutes off recording. So we figured, oh, yeah, we need to do another episode or seven on this. It's, yeah, it's gotten it's gotten really bad. It, it, it was so bad. You were explaining what the nature of the podcast is. And I'm like, shut up. They've heard it before. Let's talk fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, John, I think you wanted to, to start off with going a little bit more in depth with with fighting games. Yeah, so last time, I feel like we kind of scratched the surface, kind of like an intro thing. We kind of hit all mm-hmm. the things of fighting games. By the way, I probably sound different because last time I was on a bunch of anti-allergy medicine, but I'm feeling great now, so we're just going <laughs> to keep rolling here. Um, that is the most polite way I've ever heard <laughs> robo-tripping described. This is... <laughs> Oh, I was, I was going to give him more confidence of this is essentially, for you anime nerds, this is Goku or Piccolo or any DBZ character going, oh, I was fighting you like that with all of my armor on my that was slowing me down. Like My John limiter is, is off. Yeah, I'm like yes, super exactly. pumped to talk yes. about fighting games today. Um, so the first thing I want to say is that if we want to continue talking about fighting games past the surface, which we barely scratched in the first episode, we're going to have to talk about fighting games for real. I'm going to speak off of all my years of experience. Um, we're just going to go through like a little in-depth revisiting for the first uh, bit. I just wanted to okay. like explain a little more of what we talked about and also just kind of like uh, stamp out like all the uh, any any sort of like misunderstandings that might be there in like the listeners' uh, minds. And stuff okay, like so he's saying yeah. we got it all wrong and he's coming here <laughs> no. to set the record straight. No, okay, cool. You come into my house with that action, that's fine. <laughs> <Sorry. high. laughs> we, threw, we threw a lot of concepts at the listeners, so giving them some more time Yeah, and like helps. more background information, um, but I definitely want to do it in a way that everyone can kind of understand because I do know Good. how like daunting it is when you're just like, especially like learning fighting yeah. games too. Like it's so, there's so much overload of yeah, after about my uh, 30th minute in the tutorials for Mortal Kombat, I realized, oh, shit, there's a lot to this game. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, it's one of the simpler games, too. Yeah, that's like the first, Because it was one of the easier games. It's like the first big wall with fighting games. Like, it's not just pressing buttons faster than the other person. There's so much more to learn with this type of game. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it is similar, like, in with, like, a bunch of other games, like MOBAs, shooting games, and stuff like that are, which have that competitive nature to them. Uh, there's always that like extra layer that uh, you got to learn the game this way in order to like tap into uh, more enjoyment, honestly, uh, I feel. Uh, and also just the higher level of play. But fighting yeah, games, I've been, I think, I've been having a great time. Yeah, fighting games are like, especially, they're so great. And I, I'm just going to expand upon it. All right. So, yeah, sure. all right. So, that, I mean, I'm just going to take up the cab, <laughs> so sit down. The hype level is already yeah, up I'm going to take up the cab. It's only going higher. <laughs> sit down, and I'll pr- proceed to perfect 
seven golden letters in all this topic all right excuse me first uh let's go backwards right what are fighting games uh these are games in which usually you have one person versus another person and through inputs on a controller of choice it could be literally anything i've seen people play on fucking piano keys uh you get to control oh a God. character Ooh. representing yourself in the game with the goal of taking the other character out um actually it's been sort of a thing where if you've been reading or watching like jojo's bizarre adventure it's been people have compared this to like using your stand against someone else's stand mm. you're using your own like <laughs> avatar you know and controlling them to beat up this other person with special powers my favorite um, part about that <clears throat> analogy is that i look exactly and as exactly as ripped as my character in mk <laughs> they're virtually identical Not everybody identical. mortal kombat is completely ripped but if you <laughs> want to learn more about stands and jojo's bizarre adventure you can listen to our future episode on jojo which will come out at some point yes indeed all right continue so sorry please real, continue. so okay so the real beauty of fighting games is that when you really get into it it's another form of just you're really getting to someone's head you're strategically fighting someone else mind versus mind uh mm -hmm. like if they're being rude you can be rude back and you can show it in the game i quote unquote I don't respect anything you're doing, so I'll take this brutally forceful option to show how much I'll keep myself vulnerable to take you down. Um, in fighting because game, I don't respect right, your... If, if you don't respect yeah. someone, <laughs> you can just show that in the game. In fighting in terms, I can uh. dragon punch myself, or dragon punch the other person. I'm like getting ahead of myself. So I can dragon punch when you are getting up from the ground, something yes. that has like a super long reactable time to punish me for if you happen to block it for massive mm -hmm. damage, just because I don't give a fuck. And I can show that yeah, in like the game. <laughs> if you're doing something full screen and you know that I have something to do as a response to you throwing out like a projectile or something, mm -hmm. I'll take that into consideration and I'll show that in the game. And then you can see that. Uh, there are mind games like all over the place. Uh, that's another amazing thing about fighting games. You know what I can do, some, uh, like in most cases, and I know what you can do. Sometimes we won't know what the other person can do until we sit down and play. And it's a huge adaptive and learning experience where you're literally learning about the other person in a fight. And it's on the screen and you can see this happen. And it, it's really magical when, when it happens, especially like at a, a high level where everything's like super mm -hmm. fast, decisions are going all over the place. And it, it's, it's really a beautiful thing. Um, Right. And tournaments are great for that reason. You see all of this happening when you're deep in a tournament and the players are well-practiced in whatever game they're playing. You see this on the screen. It's really great. And it's enhanced, it's enhanced even further <laughs> when you know the game and you know what these players are capable of. And then you get to participate also in these tournaments yourself and experience this. Um, yeah, I, I would venture to say that the, it's not that interesting to watch it until you actually have played the game a little bit yourself and know what's going on. That's sure. one of the unfortunate things about fighting games is that I feel that to the average person who doesn't really understand fighting games, when you're showing them like a, a really good set, it's mm -hmm. their, their usual response. Well, for me, my, the usual response I get is like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they see people getting beat up and it's like, cool, but they don't under understand like <laughs> why it's uh, like, why it's interesting, why it's so hype, like why 
certain things are just like things to be wowed about, right? Yeah, so, it has been a, a pleasure for me lately to uh, see my girlfriend's reactions to me getting into this because I will like have my headphones in and I'm watching a bunch of YouTube videos and uh, like you know <laughs> just suddenly oh shit and she's like what 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 like okay 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 okay. And okay, in order to get this, let me explain something really quick. And I can see, like, in the second or third minute that I'm explaining, in order to watch this 15 second video, like, the glazed eyes, like, no, 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 yeah. you're losing her, you're losing her, you're losing her. Okay, it's so, not happening. No. Right. So, like, when you know a game, you definitely get more into it. Uh, you definitely yes. start understanding, oh, this is why that was a bad decision, or it was, like, really gutsy. Like, it was super brave of this mm -hmm. player to do something, right? And. Right. You definitely feel that deeper like connection also especially if someone's playing the same character as you you definitely have a lot more appreciation oh, yeah. in a match when you're watching it um so tournaments are great because of all of this um i think the last <laughs> time we mentioned some of this is there like there's a lot of hype at fighting game events especially as yes, a spectator definitely. um so so like there's like some not so gameplay things like cell charging up pre-battle and dragon ball fighters and everyone right. in the room yelling at the same time Doing as him. And it's super <laughs> yeah. cool and super fun and funny when, when this happens. Because it's literally every time he shows up on the, on the screen, everyone just goes wild. But um, then there's stuff like gameplay-wise. Like uh, when there's like combo loops. Uh, everyone goes, hey, 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 hey. Every time there's like a rep. That shit is like super oh, really? high. Too. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, um, they, they say the buttons that they're pressing? No, no, like uh, when, when it's a combo. I, I think it that started they... in like Japan, like Japanese tournaments. Anytime there would be like a loop, right? Like the same sequence of things happening over and over again. Yeah. Anytime there's like a repetition, commentators especially they'll go, a a a a every time. It yeah, the, it's like a little like oh. it's a thing like everyone does at the same time just because it's so hype. And then in. Um, that's a similar thing in pro wrestling yeah, where yeah, like, they'll they'll react to like the impact of the move. So like if someone's doing a combo or the typical one is if the two guys are squaring off and they're punching each other like one at a time, they'll cheer, they'll go, "Yay!" when the good guy punches <laughs> and they'll boo when the bad guy punches. So like that similar thing of just getting into the rhythm of the fight whether it's good yeah. or bad or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, continue. Also Sorry. like a small aside just because you mentioned wrestling right um mm -hmm. there is definitely like an overlap with the fighting game yeah. culture say. with wrestling <laughs> like not only was there like so like ceo for example and i'm not advertising in any way but like uh ceo they they <laughs> always have like a wrestling event on the side as well like Correct. the same weekend they will have it and that's like, the that's the, the same florida venue. tournament right yes yes you're a couple years ago jorge your boy kenny omega Oh, um, actually participated in the event. He's a big yeah, fighting so game fan. A lot. So like, wrestlers even will like show up to fighting game events. Um, like just people like, okay. So that, that's also another great thing about fighting game events. Like <laughs> Sorry, they're not invitational. I mean, there are invitationals, but a lot of tournaments, especially the big name ones, right? Like Evo, that's open to anyone. Yeah. Like anyone right. can play. Like one round, you could be playing on some like eight year old kid. And he might actually be godlike too. You don't even know it. And then the next round you'll play be playing against like, I don't know, some famous rapper. You don't even know. Like it's so yeah, like, yeah. like obviously like there's seeding and stuff, like to yeah. the, the people who like they, been playing, right? But there is a chance that you'll just come across someone who you've never met and their name in something else. 
but because like fighting games are so open to anyone, like anyone can play whoever in a given tournament. That was uh, that was something I was talking to uh, my my buddy, our buddy Devin, who was on the the Lord of the Rings episode. He was going like, "Dude, okay, you're getting it now. Like, if you cared this much about sports, you would think sports are cool. Like, yeah, there's a lot like, of crossover." Yeah. And I thought, like, okay, no, you're right, you're absolutely right. But there still seems to be something else, and it's not just my prejudice against sports. And I think exactly what you just said is <laughs> it, John. That uh, the idea that. Uh, unlike the Super Bowl, where there's nothing but pro athletes playing the whole time, there's something exciting about like sometimes just someone entirely random might just come out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Like, no one's no one's going to like beat out Tom Brady to be a quarterback. I'm hoping Tom Brady is a quarterback uh, to he play is. for this <laughs> game. And that's also just that's also just how like some of the like when people get famous in the fighting game community, it's usually mm-hmm. through. Like, it's actually, like, sometimes it happens overnight. Like, a random, mm-hmm. like, it's not random. Like, big name majors, they'll <laughs> they'll play out. And then some people, like, someone who people have never heard of in their entire life could just show up, body everyone else, and then win the tournament. And then that person is, like, like we've never seen them before, but they're really good. But that's, They're instantly on the map. But because yeah. of the, the nature of these fighting game tournaments, like, being open to anyone, like, that happens and it's really like when that happens it's very cool um so uh <laughs> i just want to reel back though back to the hype shit sure just keep because, on going through your yeah, time because yeah, yeah. we can talk about that later because there's definitely like a big thing we could talk about that because i know that a lot of the fighting game uh homework that i've assigned you all uh kind of tie into that that topic i i was almost, uh, almost going into yeah. but um so with the hype in the room right uh even things like Rufus putting his hands up in the air for a super in Street Fighter 4. Like, that was a thing. Like, when, like, someone would use that ultra, <laughs> and then he does the big whoo, right? Everyone in the room would do that at Just, the same time. <laughs> like, with Rufus. Like, that is a very Just, common thing, and it brings the energy up. And you feel that energy. Like, the atmosphere when you're watching tournaments with everyone else it's super yeah. super cool. I it's it's very similar to like a concert, but in like a very different energy sort of sense. Um, it's like, like if two concerts were happening at the same time, fighting against each other. Pretty much, honestly, honestly, cheering on your band but see, to for play me, their the, solo. <laughs> for me, the thing is, it's that, but you're also a musician who plays exactly that. Yeah, kind of music. and yeah. you can go yeah. up on stage and fucking also play. If you want. And, you're, so, and you're also actively learning from what they're doing. Yeah, but like even if you don't play the game, right? Um, if you don't mm-hmm. get something, if you're with a friend or someone you're watching with that you just met on that day that you've never met in your entire life, and they'll notice that you don't understand what's going on and it's something super hype, they'll actually like tell you, like there's someone who plays the game, right? And they'll explain why things are so great to you when you're watching. And that's just the nature of fighting in tournaments is that like kind of, there's like a kind of bring togetherness of them, mm-hmm. especially during spectating or, uh, if, if like a bunch of fighting game like people who play the same character are like in a room or together like they kind of become their own clique and it's kind of it's cool it's oh, no i mean it's not a clique right in that like they're excluding everyone else but it's like you can kind of bond with these people who play the same character as you and like That's one person so could be like a nurse and like another person could be like someone uh who just works in law or something right and but you're bonding over yeah. this like one thing like one character that uh, is uh, something that you can expand on in and out, uh, like in a fighting game. It's it's super magical, actually. 
and, and it's a it's a cool effect that I see a lot. Uh, like whenever you find out that someone's a nerd, but imagine it right. on a larger mm-hmm. scale. Like every once in a while, you'll be talking and someone will make a reference, like kind of uh, <clears throat> dog whistly enough that it gets along in normal <laughs> speech, but like motherfucker that was a tng reference like and i know it for a fact yeah. and we're gonna talk about this next time that we're alone now imagine that but in a stadium you know like, it's, yeah, it's, no, yeah it's, imagine it's doing it cool. and trading four references one after the other like because it's a level of specificity at a certain point so it's like you hit the first reference you're like hey wait a minute you hit him back and they have it again you're like oh my fucking god this is so cool and the cool like, thing about being with other people who play the same character as you mm-hmm. uh, you're playing the same game same character but you're playing in totally different styles so it's like when you're watching an anime and they're like oh this person uses a firepower as well but they use a totally different technique it's literally <laughs> literally that it is literally that like some people just yeah. play in totally different styles um like for me i play super slow super defensive but then you watch like other gym players and they could be like a little bit more aggressive um that's in blaze blue yeah right? in blaze blue yeah okay. central fiction well i used to i used to what i called my final form against uh shannon the other day which is a few minutes where she couldn't figure it out where i was just ducked down all the way and i kept kicking over and over again so she couldn't because just i just laid there kicking nonstop. and that's like your very own style and then you develop that's, that and then it is becomes not, is not useful own that's thing. not a style even even it's though not, even though mk isn't there though. this year that's gonna take you to top eight at Evo when when MK comes back, or I'm telling you, oh that's you both would have there punished a... me all the way to the moon. <laughs> so that's I, true, but as <laughs> <laughs> I watched a I watched a, a lot of the videos beyond a lot of videos beyond what you assigned us, mm-hmm. um, John, and there was one where Justin Wong is talking about like shitty players Justin like that. Wong. Um, and he's just like, no, dude, I love it. Like, I love it if you can just do like what, like a flowchart character where you just do the same rotation of moves over and over again. Like, and it's effective, and people get really fucking angry about it because yes. they feel like you know <laughs> yes, yes, it's yes. too okay. easy, whatever. Like, dude, like whatever. There's so I found many a different great technique for this game. Screw dude, it. Let like, people yeah. be salty. If, if the technique yeah. works, yeah. it works. There are definitely yeah. different styles, and they work in like different ways. Even like psychology, uh, psychologically, you can right. just mentally drain your because like in a tournament setting you also have to kind of consider that too like their uh mental yeah. fatigue um like over time in a set how many matches if, they've yeah, played if, if, like yeah if it's a long set and like it's deep in a tournament you could tire your opponent down just by playing it's like strategies like those that kind of make tournaments really like unique um mm-hmm. but yeah like everyone has different styles of playing too um like flow charty uh <laughs> to the book kind of players they just play mm-hmm. according to so they'll they'll use certain decisions based on whatever the situation has been presented to them uh low risk usually these types of players are like super like they're brainy like they they want to like play calculating yes, yeah they like, want to play exactly this way and then there are players who are more ex- in, um instinctual like they they want to play with a primal force they want to get in like they don't care yeah they're playing (laughs) from the heart and then there are players who just kind of like um they just kind of feel everything out and are super slow and they don't really follow any sort of style they just play adaptively everyone has a unique style and Mm. that's also just like a very cool thing about fighting games and i just want to move on to like learning fighting games too uh because this is kind of a hot topic 
when you want to Lots learn to fighting games, <clears throat> especially like when you're completely new, out of the womb, whatever. Sorry. You're like, hashtag hot topic, not the store. Is not the store. Hashtag, hashtag not the store. Okay. So you're like, where do I even begin, right? Because when you're starting a fighting game, like honestly, when any game, you're like overwhelmed. There's so much information that's like being thrown at you and stuff like that. But the best thing to do when you're starting new is just to keep things simple. You don't have to learn the optim optimal stuff. You don't have to learn the super advanced techniques right away. Um, so honestly, uh, first of all, just play whatever you think looks cool. Uh, whatever sounds like your cup of tea, gameplay-wise or whatever. Um, maybe you <laughs> like the source material of whatever the game is based off of sometimes. Or maybe you just think the characters are cool. It's the best way to get in. And the companies designed their games to like that too so it's like right yeah you want to just play whatever you think is cool all right <clears throat> um that's exactly where i'm at right now <laughs> right yep exactly mortal so, combat if yeah the, if the game has a tutorial mode do that first uh that will teach you the basics um games are getting much better at designing those uh you pick your game uh and then you hop into training mode after that and then you 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 pick a character that you've feel would be the best to learn with. Uh, you pick a character who you like visually, um, but you also want to make sure that they click with you too. Um, and let's say you really click with a character that you're not like super on board with, like visually or character-wise or whatever. And that's okay, mm -hmm. because you actually tend to love that character at the end of your journey. Um, uh, basically, you want to make sure that you're comfortable with the game's engine first of all, and then you want to make sure that you familiarize, familiarize yourself with what the character can do. And, and when you're when you're talking about clicking with characters, you mean like if, if a character is a zoner where they're trying to keep people away and you don't really like a play style that is that of a zoner, that might not be the character for you unless you really like what they are visually. Exactly. Um, that being said, you could do things like you could play an aggressive zoner or you could be like super defensive. Um, <laughs> you could just play at a certain range. There are definitely multiple uh, play styles that go with um, the play styles that are already there, if that makes sense. Um, I'm aggressively uh, telling you to stay away from me. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, because when you said that, uh, like a character that clicks with you, I was thinking of my main in Smash right now is a me sword fighter, but right. it's a me with a sleepy, like a sleepy blonde look with freckles, and his name is Lonk. And like, it's oh, yeah. so funny, because like, when I bring him up, everyone goes, the fuck you bringing right now <laughs> it's just like dude I my love final form yeah yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah like, i mean the time of character my life you this. love um i mean exactly. like exactly i love long there are so many <laughs> i'm just gonna throw this out there there are a bunch of fucking fighting game players who play a character because they <laughs> think they're like really attractive or whatever that's a thing like if okay. that's oh, if okay. that is a thing with you go ahead i mean i'll do that with johnny I mean, I've tried, but I don't do <laughs> it. But <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so so Shan Shannon's been playing Mortal Kombat a lot with me, and I think she might actually leave me for Johnny Cage. And that's fair. That is her, Dude, that that's is her fair. main. You better, you better get it, Johnny yeah. Cage is a, a great-looking character. Like, uh, you're gonna no. get a huge body pillow shaped package in the mail and yeah. you're like hey baby what's this like don't you ever fucking look at this <laughs> dude dude just just make johnny cage the hall pass and you're fine just say cool everything's cool you just you, johnny cage is fine but we'll stay together right and just, i don't know he's pretty funny well with the I number of times that he's nut punched me i don't think i have a choice <laughs> 
But please continue, John. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that's very funny. All right. So, you want to make sure that you click with your character. You know, yes. Whichever way they click with you, it's whatever. But it really is important that they click with you gameplay wise because that's your way of interacting with other people in the game through your character. That's what you're going to be doing most it's your of the time. Stand. You're going to be playing mm -hmm. the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's your stand. you want to yeah. familiarize yourself with what they can do. Um, and I don't mean like just their special moves. You have to make sure that you. Normals are really important. And normals are like. So if you're just not doing anything, you just press a button. That can be a normal move. It's not like you don't input a certain like movement with the button. It's a basic like attack that your character does. You want to familiarize your character or familiarize, familiarize yourself with all of that. Bad word to say when you're excited. Definitely. It's familiarize. <laughs> Definitely very hard. Um, but yes, you want to make sure that you understand what your character can do in every extent of the way. If you can't do everything, especially when you're learning a game for the first time, mm -hmm. that's fine. Um, if that move isn't like really important, that could be a problem. And I'll touch upon that a little bit, like in a bit. But um, you just want to focus on what you can hit your opponent with, long range or fast moves that just moves that you you feel can be super important because those will be like your bread and butter. Um, don't worry about frames or frame data, especially at a basic level. Just know what's slow or fast. And hey, if my opponent blocks this, can I press another button safely without getting hit back? Stuff like that. Um, I know for right. uh, for me at least, the 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 move that I want to learn the best is the one that I imagine myself like crying and throwing punches. Like, why did you make me do this? <laughs> like, that's that's always like, okay, which one makes me feel like that? That's that's the thing I want to be able to do to somebody. And then, yeah, I like to play the way that makes me feel cool. Definitely. <laughs> uh, I definitely have like friends who in the in the fighting game community who just pick characters based on how stylish they're coming. So that's definitely. A Oh, how flashy. Yeah, like, like how flashy. What, what they like, can do. Okay. Or like long combos, stuff like that. Um, right. So you definitely want to just... They want to clown on people. Right. Yeah, they and, wanna... and then, so the next thing, the next important thing is just not be too focused on a single move or special move. Like I said before, you don't want to be like too caught up on like, I can't do this. So I'm just going to keep trying. How many do it, we right? focus on then? Well, you just want to... If we don't focus on one, do we two, three... <laughs> So here, let me focus? tell you something. Okay, so when I was learning Tekken Seven, <laughs> no, when I was learning Tekken Seven, yes. I was switching it up. I was like, uh, I wanted to just learn Julia. And for those who don't know that much okay. about Tekken or Tekken Seven, Julia is very hard to play. Uh, she's a high execution barrier character, which means that technically, like with your hands, like you'll have to move your hands in certain ways, do special like inputs for her combos and stuff like that. Um, I couldn't do her spin extension combos. They were very hard for me to do, especially for someone who's like learning Tekken and the other like system mechanics of the game. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was just too complicated. I was just simply just too complicated. I wasn't familiar enough. Um, so, but like these were like, op like you had to know these to have like the optimal combos, and I just wanted to play in that optimal uh, way. Like I because it just yeah. gives you right. good advantage and stuff like that at the end of the combo, good damage stuff like that. So. Um, so I went back to Kazumi because I wanted to just dial it back, right? She was more simple. I could learn the game better. And honestly, after all of that and learning the game with her, it was the best decision for me because she plays how I wanted to play the game too. 
So, ah, right. right. So, like, if something is too hard, just simply dial it back. There's a there's a player I really liked watching called Rang Chu for Tekken Seven. Yes, because he played uh, Kuma. He yeah, won he a tournament with Kuma. <laughs> And he gives an interview afterward, like, yeah, you know, I, I just, I don't like sidestepping. Um, and Panda doesn't really sidestep. So I did it that way. <laughs> you know, like, you try to change yeah, it. Yeah, so that's like, definitely a thing. No, like, I... having good defense, like, just strengthening one thing over other things and just dialing it back. If you if something's too hard for you, you got to do that. Next, uh, so some hot games that are going on right now. Uh, I didn't really go into this last time. Uh, so I think I for that, I just said, look at the evil main titles, but I didn't think, yes, right. so I don't think that's enough. So let me just go into a little bit more. Also another update, uh, because of the whole COVID situation, Evo is oh, straight up yes. canceled. It is online only now. It's a yes. super yeah. big thing right now that, you know, because of the pandemic, Shit. we're all forced to play online. Uh, Evo is like canceled, but they're looking to do things online. So that's a lot of things that like a lot of tournaments are doing now is that they're, going online or just canceled mostly just canceled because playing online yeah. for fighting games is not the best so yeah well, that's the, gonna the, be, wait i'm excited to see this year when a bunch of like online players who never play wi-fi warrior there's a lot of memes that's bad freezing and just like oh that was an impossible combo if you know all of them rendered yeah i know we call him the dial-up demon uh, NetherRealm <laughs> actually did their final combat tournament, like the final eight. They had the the players in person, but they didn't have like the whole event. I think they yeah. streamed it online. It was oh okay. It was kind of unfortunate because a lot of people for that tournament they announced that they were canceling the spectating stuff while people were en route to that tournament. God so damn. like I knew wow. people oh, who were like yeah they kind of like scheduled stuff and like. They were on their vehicle of choice and then they were going to the tournament. But then NetherRealm Studios was like, oh, wait, we can't have people watching because coronavirus. So you have right. to go back. So that was kind of bad. But like, that's just the nature of how things are right now, unfortunately. Yeah. So. I mean, dude, sports are canceled. And if, if you're not an American and listening to this, you, you might as well know the country is down. Like, right. you might, <laughs> it's, it's a Black Hawk down situation here. Yeah. If, if, uh, if they cancel football, I don't know what chance Mortal Kombat thought. Mortal they Kombat had. has no <laughs> chance. Yeah, I mean, they're like, if football's canceled, they're a hop, skip, and a jump away from taking down the Statue of Goddamn Liberty right now. They're right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, John, what yeah, were you saying? Back to the, the, the main game thing. So, sure and true, the big ones, Tekken Street Fighter, those ones will always have players, right? If you're looking to play and something that has like an active like every game honestly has an active community but tekken street fighter mm -hmm. they have like the biggest ones tekken i think has like the biggest like international like if you're gonna hop on to like online that play for tekken you're always gonna find someone to play against uh they're always good and then so uh the next hot thing especially this year grand blue fantasy versus and for a lot of people who might be listening that might be like weird but so many players from different genres are playing this game right now. This is the hot game at the moment. And it kind of plays like an old Street Fighter game, but it has things like something that are unique to it, like a special move cooldown system. So if you use a special move like a projectile, there's a cooldown for that. And both players can see that on the screen. Um, is this the game that, you're, that you mainly play? I do not play this game. 
Well, I'll play it if someone asks me to play. Like, I just want to be like. Okay, sorry. What's the name of this game? It's called Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, and it's literally What's the name of the game that you play. I play Blaze Blue Central. That's my main game, Blaze Blue Central Fiction. <laughs> you, can, you can see how we got these confused. You, you yes. might see. You might notice that the confusion. So even I, though I, I apologize, I, I promise I respect your game. I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> so so a lot of, moving yeah, forward, like, moving forward, I will forget it. A lot of games like this have uh, interesting names. Um, a lot of anime games have these types of games or names. Grand Blue Fantasy yes. Versus, however, I just want to also put it up there. It's not an anime game. It's more grounded. It's more traditional to be considered something like that. And I'll also touch upon that a little bit uh, after this, just because I think it's a kind of misleading term as well. So I'll just touch upon that to later. call something an anime right. fighter. Yeah. Um, so uh, a little bit more about Grand Blue Fantasy Versus for me, personally, it was kind of lacking in sauce. Like there wasn't that much depth. To, sauce? Oh, damn. Oh, uh, damn. It, no, no, it's great. It's a great game. And I definitely right, want, I don't. I don't. I don't know what sauce means. Is that, it's like... That... Uh, it, for me, it doesn't have like a lot of mechanics that make it like super unique. It, there's not like um, a lot to learn. Like when you're touching the game and then you play for like an hour, you've already learned everything. That that's what I mean. Um, a lot of games. So fit would that you? Description for me, would you also say that Mortal Kombat 11 does not have a lot of sauce? Uh, for me, yes, in a way. Um, okay. For me, like NetherRealm Studio games, they are right. new to me. So I'm still like, for me, a lot of stuff is new. But yes, yeah, I mean they they have a more like entry of, level feeling. Yeah, they're very entry level, which is it's it's great. NRS games are designed that way. I think Injustice does have like a bit of like a barrier for newer players, but Mortal Kombat games, um, I think they're great for people who are just starting fighting games. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. but yeah, those three games are probably the biggest ones right now. If we're going through the anime like genre, um, before I describe anime, I just want to say that the big ones are Undernight and Birth, and soon it'll be Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, the spotlight will be on that game. Um, this kind of genre has been dominated by Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue by Arc System Works. That's a company that makes a bunch of fighting games. But those two games have just kind of been like fighting for the spotlight in this genre. Uh, two, two very like long, like they've they've been in this genre for a very, very long time. Guilty Gear has been around. Mm -hmm. A long time. There's a lot of history too in our region for that game, but that's for another. Yeah, another. Episode. <laughs> so so um, now we, we we've we've talked a little bit about there are games that are more beginner friendly and less beginner friendly. For anybody out there who is not at all into fighting games yet and they're looking to pick one up, would you recommend going with something easier to pick up like Mortal Kombat or um, uh, so that doing whichever one they that seems most interesting to them that. I feel like it's the latter, honestly, because it's just going to keep your interest in more. Um, right. I will recommend the easier games just because I feel like they kind of ease you more into the... But, like, I I got into fighting games really from... Like, I've been playing Blaze Blue, but I didn't really understand what I was doing until later. I really got in via Ultimate... Mar or Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and then Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And that was a fairly easy game to understand and learn. Um so I think easier games to learn definitely help with easing you into the fighting game genre. But honestly, if something looks cool to you, you should just learn it like straight up. I think yeah, it's, dude, it's, it's fucking, better. It's we're fucking quarantine right now. Yeah, Pick something like you have. You, yeah, you have this all is you have cool. the time. Do it. Just you do, you do, do have it. The time. And there's so many resources out, out there too. Like so many videos, so much, like, oh, yeah. so many tutorials, and like 
there are pages and pages of my, like information. Sorry, if I could touch on that for a second. I believe you when you say videos. All the homework you gave us was videos. But I like articles. And I've had, when I am not watching videos, it seems to me that maybe everybody's lying to me and that the fighting game community doesn't even <laughs> exist. I swear to God, I cannot find anything <laughs> written down. Okay, you don't want to. It's so funny. Because, like, that's so funny. Because, like, Kotaku, which I went to previously for a lot of my video game info yeah. because I was selling video games. So, like, oh, cool. Kotaku's got their finger on the pulse for things like that. And then I just typed in FGC and Kotaku and, like, wait, it's like under 100 articles. Like, yeah, they understand yeah. nothing. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, you, they're, so a lot of fighting game stuff, it's more seeing than reading. Like, you can't. The like, fighting game community can't read. <laughs> no, it's all it now. So <laughs> a lot of fighting game stuff that happens is going to be, well, it used to be on Destroy You Can forums, which is like dead. Mm. But um, I've been there. now it's like okay. Discord okay, or like know. Twitter. It's all social media. We all, okay. we all communicate via social media. But if you want to learn the game, uh, you will have to go to like Discord or you might have to go to YouTube. Um, you just kind of have to do like some searching and research that way. Um, there's well, no like articles or anything like that that can help you. Yeah, after research. after the show, we'll get you. We'll get a few Discord and Twitter links from you to post yeah, in our description. Of course. So uh, going back to the anime like description there, like so, Guilty Gear Strive is probably going to be the next big thing for this genre. And then mm-hmm. uh, when I also talk about Blaze Blue, there's either Cross Tag or the Mainline series. And the most recent game is Central Fiction, which I've also said is just, that's my personal favorite one. Um, And anime, just to clear up any confusion, it's not about like actual like anime games. And what I mean by that is that it doesn't have to be of an anime source material type of thing. Um, There's huge confusion with the genre with like a bunch of people who are new to fighting games or not familiar with them. Um, because just how nope. fucking stupid with the naming convention is, it's so much easier to just call the genre <laughs> air dashers because all right. the anime games have air dashing. Um, to describe I, the genre, it's to describe the genre. To describe the genre, Taylor just piped up and it was no. It's like complex <laughs> systems with characters with over the top powers and high mobility options. That's what makes them anime. And also the ability to string together moves quickly. Uh, So a lot of anime games, they feature something called the Magic Series, where you could do light, medium, heavy. And it's just a seamless, like you press the buttons in sequence and it'll just string, like seamlessly your character will do that. Um, Was that, um, for? I remember in the Guilty Gear series, was that similar similar to the thing they had, the Gatling system? Yes, it's similar. So Gatling is like another way of, kind of describing it not it's not like the same thing okay. but it's something very similar the thing that actually mm-hmm. uh spawned the magic series term is dark stalkers or vampire savior that's uh, another anime game um anime horror game with sounds like literally a bunch of spooky called people yeah. an, like it's an anime game but killer instinct right <laughs> that's that's a game that you wouldn't really consider anime that's Something you would no, not that's something you would consider as an anime game because it literally fills all the check. Like it has the high mobility options, it has the stringing of combos, has the like over the top powers. Like you won't see like mm-hmm. full screen normal, like a full screen low in Street Fighter, for example. That's what makes Killer Instinct an anime game. Naruto, whatever the fuck in the title, Ultimate that's, <laughs> not, that's probably not going to be anime. 
Just Jump you heard it right here. Naruto, like, Naruto yeah. is not anime. That, that is more is not anime. That's more like <laughs> I will die on this hill. It's more like an arena-based fighter, which in a lot of cases are just non-competitive, and they're fucking mm -hmm. full of okay. bullshit. Like there's so many infinites okay. in Naruto games. They're He's just okay. horrible. You cannot play them competitively. John, John is not. <clears throat> I, a completely separate note. John is not salty that our friend Ryan beat him in Nult or Naruto <laughs> Ultimate Ninja Storm Shippuden but, 3 or whatever. No, clearly he's, he's moved far past it. it. Side note, though, Naruto Gekko Ninja Tyson 4, that is like a legitimate and I so will, you, but it's not an anime your, fight. If your friend wants to legitimately fight. beat you, he's got he has to come challenge you in Naruto... Folks, or like, or like Digimon, or like Digimon <laughs> Four World, or whatever the fuck that one Digimon, Digimon fighting game. World? Just, just fight me in something a, like that. Is that a fighting okay. game? No, 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 no. There is a Digimon fighting game where it's they have like swords like 2D, and stuff. Left, right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So John, if I'm getting this right, I just want to review from everyone. Uh, Naruto is not an anime, but you said something else, which I can only imagine is Boruto, which is an anime. <laughs> Heard Yo, it here first. Yeah, that's my favorite anime, Bort. <laughs> Is my no. Oh my god! Oh my god! Bort. I saw a post on Reddit. It was you know someone was showing Baruto. Like, dude, I fucking love Baruto. I really, really wish they would do like a prequel series or something. And so the first huh? comment was like, "You're kidding, right?" Yeah, like this is a joke. You know, every time someone mentions this Baruto, I just call it Bort. And, and like, Bort? the reaction is pretty good. <clears throat> um, I I've I, I've lost the threat, you guys. I'm I'm out of the cold. I'm on the cold. So back to anime problem. fighters, right? Uh, these are the kinds of games that kind of dominate the Japanese arcades. Kind of. Okay. I, I mean, you kind of expect it. Like, these are, like, very fast-paced games. And, like, they're very, like, if you pick it up, like, you'll have a lot of fun, even though you don't really understand what you're doing. Um, for a time, actually, like, my main game, Blaze Blue Central Fiction, it dominated the hell out of Japanese arcades. So there was a lot to, like, absorb, which is really good out there. Um, mm-hmm. Super like in depth, like there's so much to learn from that game. Um, and then also with Denki Bunko Fighting Climax, which probably you know, <laughs> I heard Fighting Climax, and that's that's it. That's so all. Okay. <laughs> I looked up, uh, I looked up arcade cabinets and just to see, like, no, just curious, like, how much does one of these cost? Oh. Like, if I wanted a Street Fighter 4 cabinet, how no. much it costs? Hey, uh, AWF, I'm just saying that if we could put together a thousand dollars each, we could get ourselves um, <laughs> on a Street Fighter cabinet. <laughs> Yo, those are very, want... very cool. Uh, caps are of so they they're are, like because... such a different experience too. Like when you're on it, it's like I'm I'm like a legitimate arcade cab and I could just play like a Japanese businessman, right? Because <laughs> that's what that's what people do in Japan. Like so there'd be like I believe after you, it's just... the like usually like players after their, like, after their work day, day they go, they'll yeah. go to the arcades in their their suits. And just sit down, smoke, and then play their game of choice. <laughs> That's so good. Or or his ears perked up at that second part. <laughs> Seems like fun, man. Seems yeah. like we do we do Seems have like a a, we have a barcade here in Richmond, and there's a, there's a Tekken cabinet in there. I don't remember which Tekken it is. But so we I'm will definitely find gonna be revisiting out. that one. All, all of those Tekken's are good. I, yeah. I fucks with all those Tekken. John, games. you got to come to Richmond, and we got to go fuck up some fighting oh, games yes. in the arcade. I will. Oh I will. yes. I'll. Uh, John's gonna hold court in, in fucking the barcade for a little <laughs> so oh, I'm really like, excited for John to get hammered and just Who will fight me? <laughs> <laughs> Smashes his glass on the ground like John, you have sorry sir, you have to leave. Like, yeah, I'm fucking 
fight you for you it. You know what? <laughs> Two out of three me right now. <laughs> but so is it? That, yeah, that's kind of all I wanted to just go through. Uh, just kind of like a okay. little primer for some stuff that we touched upon last time. We can just okay. hit the... I think you cleared up a yeah, lot yeah. of things. Yeah. We can hit up the FGC homework now? Or... We we have used almost a, a full, shorter episode's length of time, but I think <laughs> well, we can, okay, we can we'll fit in a little bit of... Uh... Yeah, because like um, I'm, so... I'm super interested in knowing like what you guys like took in when you... So like mm-hmm. I gave you guys homework, and mm-hmm. each one of you guys watched different things. Spoilers, by the way, Brian watched... I think he said he watched all. <laughs> I watched a lot. Taylor ended up watching a lot, and I think Jorge also watched. I peeked around at some of the other stuff in the around. homework, okay. but then I also started watching a lot of Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. fights on my own. Because you got into fighting games because yeah. of our discussion. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I would that, and that's really what I want to talk about for anybody who does become interested in fighting games beyond just in general what fighting games are about. A little bit more about the the tournament scene. We'll kind of. What kind of things you can be looking forward to if that's if that's something you would like to get into? Um, did we now? You'll have to remind me during our last episode. Did we actually talk about Sonic Fox or did we do that no. outside of the no, episode? I, we talked about yeah, it outside. Talked, yeah, we talked about that outside the episode. So, Sonic Fox is a player that I find very interesting. They are non-binary, furry, black, and number one in like several different fighting games yes which i found fascinating uh for me i definitely associate sonic fox with Skullgirls just because they're just so good at the game like they always win anytime they enter a Skullgirls tournament um but they've also just dominated nrs games uh netherrealm studio games injustice mortal Kombat, like for years that's what i know that I know them as an NRS studio. Winner. Same here, yeah. Um, but what I was particularly interested in was I, I watched the. I think Taylor, you were assigned it, but I also watched. I watched that uh, video about them, um, and it was yeah. everybody kind of discounting them because they were excelling at uh, games with a smaller audience or uh, just the easier games like NetherRealm Studios. Not easier, but you know, like simpler mechanics. Seemingly simpler, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so when Dragon Ball Fighters came out. Which they claim to, I you know, I'm I'm saying what the the, the video told me, so I don't know I'm what's wrong or not. Video. I'm but, not uh, putting Dragon Ball Fighters that on that blast They said that was one where it was like a lot of fighters from different communities wanted to come in and play Dragon Ball Fighters, so that was a chance for yeah them to prove themselves. So that's a, so that's super. When they were saying that, um, they were on the mark. Like so with Dragon Ball Fighters, when that was announced, a lot of people from different communities who play different games, they were like, okay we're going to try this game out. So all these people, it's kind of like with Grand Blue Fantasy versus right now, but to a larger extent with uh, Dragon Ball Fighters because of the nature of the source material. Um, yeah. One of the, so who finally ended up being the rival of Sonic Fox, uh, Goichi or Go1. Uh, Goichi, yeah. A Japanese player who kind of, he's a very, very good player. Like his defense is amazing. It's very hard to open him up. If you try to hit him with anything that's really hard to react to, he will most likely be able to react to it. Um, mm-hmm. This is someone who's been excelling in uh, Melty Blood, but he plays all sorts of games like fucking Melty even Blood. like can we, even my yeah. Can we take a pause there? <laughs> Melty Blood. I've been seeing that around. I've not taken the time to look it up. Can you explain 
why what is melty blood and why there are memes about players playing melty blood on a laptop in bathrooms okay so melty blood <laughs> is Sorry, okay so melty blood uh, it sort of has some history to it um first of all there's a, like a visual novel called tsukihime it basically features okay. like vampires and like the the power of rumors and stuff like that and Down then, would read. then there's like a fan game based off of this visual novel that was a fighting game and it's called Melty Blood. And it's gone through a lot of iterations. Um, the most mm-hmm. current version, I believe, is called uh, it's called uh, it's called Actress Again, Current Code, something like that. It's something ridiculous, right? Melty Blood, okay. something, Why something. Why anime Melty Blood? <laughs> anime games need to stop Well, I guess no, with the, vampire, the vampire... Uh, motif with it i guess that's why they put blood in the title but essentially it sounds cooler in japanese or something um the main character has like this ability to like see the lines of death of people and if he cuts those lines they die so (laughs) it's it's really cool actually but he should win every match yeah it seems like a short fighting game (laughs) but um this fighting (laughs) game is is actually pretty solid but the roots of Mm -hmm. it like it's just a fan game right a fan game of visual novel it's something that you get at something like uh at a com so it, you'd originally get this at like the this Japanese con called Kamiket, right? And so like it's it's not like official or anything like that, but like it's such a good product that it became like highly regarded. But still, there aren't that many people who like play the game competitively at that high level. So it's not really right. taken. It, it's a joke that it's not really taken seriously. So they'll have like grand finals in the bathroom of this tournament, right? So, oh, so that's, that's a joke. That's a joke with Melty Blood. But in Japan, uh, it's like a, it's a game that people will like commonly play in the arcade and Goichi just happens right. to be very, very good in that game. And in that game, like it's, it's really easy to open someone up. Like it's so hard to see like how to block something. So for him to have that reputation of being someone with a good defense in Melty Blood, it's something to talk about, right? So yeah, him and Sonic Fox being on like equal footing, on like equal ground, right? In a new game, that was a big thing. Of course, at the start, like Sonic Fox had trouble, and I definitely won money off of side betting. Um, but wow! <laughs> but- so, so, wanna- I want to stop you real fast. If you understood the last few sentences, listener, by the way, you're welcome. You learned a bunch of yeah, stuff because I feel learned. like you needed to know so many things to understand those last few sentences. <laughs> so you're welcome. By you the way, side betting is basically today. like if there is a... So for Goichi and Sonic Fox, they had an exhibition match of first to 10. So they whoever wins 10, round, uh, 10 matches first wins the set, the whole set. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they played yeah. one out and uh, Sonic Fox lost. Because Goichi's like an anime god. Like, it's so hard to play him when a game comes out. <laughs> especially with that mm-hmm. nature of a game. So, that happened, right? But then Sonic Fox proceeds to win Evo. and Like, they had this long, like, storyline that's, like, pretty involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. Um, so, they had that. It, it, to be up to date, right, uh, Sonic Fox lost their most recent um, set. Like, uh, yeah, Goichi yeah. won Evo, right? Um, so, there was that thing. Also, Goichi cried and I almost cried. Like that shit was so oh, it, it, such it, a good <laughs> set. It's such a Goichi good set. Cries hard, it was an iconic. Like, as soon as he was wins, such an iconic shooting like, out. Yeah, dude. it was. It was such an important yeah. thing because it's like their storyline up to this last Evo with Dragon Ball Fighters, and then Go Ichi yeah. one, and it's just such a like an emotional moment. 
But yeah, like the fact that they were on that ground to just constantly be at each other's throats and just be rivals, that says a lot for Sonic Fox's ability in fighting games. Because like not only yeah. has not only have they dominated the you know Skullgirls, um, Injustice, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat and stuff like that. Yeah. But they were able to go into a game that's just a completely different genre and then dominate that. So that says a lot about Sonic Fox as a fighting game player. Right. Right. Yeah, and they're they're both you can see when they they fight each other, they're friendly afterwards. They're not it was a yeah. When you're playing fighting games, it's like your friends outside of the ring, and then when you're playing like in the in the game, it's like we're, you're gonna be at each other's throats. So like, yeah. It's, it's that nature. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, to me the the whole situation is cool because you have you have those stories about it, it is individuals having rivalries, right? And you're watching them fight over different tournaments and seeing these people rise and fall, and people, you know, it's a, it, you know, people who play fighting games. It's a bunch of nerds, so they start naming everything cool things. So like the with <laughs> Super Smash, they have like the the five gods of Smash, and then there's like the God Slayer and. They do. They do a whole. It's like a whole anime anime story all on its own. Yeah, just watching it's these, the these only, players go. The only community that is so small that I've ever been that I've ever seen so uh, mythologized and and like so detailedly mm-hmm. mythologized. Every every player who is close to winning or has won a thing has this long standing rivalry, and they actually went to school together. And it's like it's fucking crazy. <laughs> like it's it's like imagine a uh, if you put the Civil War people into a still and you absolutely like made it the highest highest proof possible that is the amount of storytelling that the fgc entertains with these documentaries because it's like fucking watching the history channel it's like and by the way the second commander of the worst battalion of this weird confederate thing is also going to get his own four-hour documentary right yeah it's just like okay that was a nation's worth of people this is like I don't know. Just, a just a guy. People. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, a yeah. guy. Jesus, it's yeah, so were, fucking and, good. And people make these these full length videos for all all of these players. What are which uh, country were Leffen and Armada from again? Was it Sweden? Sweden? Yeah. So it's just like yeah, Sweden betrays. Sorry, uh, <laughs> Armada betrays Leffen, the villain, after doing villainous <laughs> activities. But they had been friends growing up, playing the game together. And now. Armada is one of the gods that Leffen is slain, and there's people with funny names too. Yeah, and like when you're people playing the game, names. right? Like it's it's not easy. Like these are actually like really hard. So there's like there is yeah. legit like merit to these storylines too. Like these are not like these are really close matches and stuff like that. Like that yeah. only these people can replicate. Yeah, that well, was that's, that's why one of the yeah. the nastiest things I heard about was. Leffen, who would, would had a reputation of like shit talking a lot, was uh had like had set up some sort of rivalry with I don't know who, um I, no I don't I, it wasn't one of the gods but when they did eventually fight and Leffen was beating them pretty badly he was laughing the whole time oh I think I know and I was just like about. oh my god dude that, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's not that's cool. brutal what are you doing villain. <laughs> sorry Brian you were gonna say something. no that well because the one that I had was the story of Takedo um. And what was interesting about that, it, what you're just bringing up, is that sort of shit talk stuff is extra imba- – like, it is re- – it's mean, to be frank. To be completely frank, right. it is mean. It is unnecessary because um, – and, and it also speaks to John's point about how close these matches are, where everything's based off of, like, one or two mistakes. Like, 
it's very easy, especially at these high-level things, to just one thing and you fall apart. They will take yeah. advantage and destroy you. And the thing with Takeda, Takeda was um, he demand the whole his whole thing is he demands perfection. He is on what a game constant is this? quest. Uh, he's mainly a Street Fighter player, though he has titles in like everything. What fact? Like he had titles in Marvel vs. Capcom, like everything. So yeah. Tokido, he he has actually also touched upon my my favorite game series, Blaze Blue. He was a Noel main yeah. in Blaze Blue Continuum Shift because also that character was <laughs> fucking busted in that version. As opposed to but, Chrono but he was very good. Or... He was very good when he played the game. Yes, yes. but he no, he's um, he's just very good yeah. in general. That's the thing. Well, he's he. It was interesting seeing like how much getting bodied or getting you know demolished in these games can hurt on its own when everyone's being respectful. Because yeah. there there's two there's two first attends that they talk about in the series. One is I believe against infiltration, um, and it's one that Tokido like destroys him. He beats him ten. It's a first well, to ten, okay. and he beats him ten to two. Oh, well, real quick! Like, not everyone yeah, is respectful, but like the East Eastern sure, community yeah. is is more respectful. But like the yeah. the Western communities are definitely a little bit more like kind of shit talky. I mean, there's still that level yeah, of like, respect, but obviously, yeah. like, it's a little We're bit more, more laid back. To yeah. Popping yeah. off yeah, yeah, yeah. and going popping nuts. Yeah, popping like off and stuff is a more common thing in our uh, absolutely. Our side. Yeah, but, I was about to say, didn't yeah. someone throw a crab? A hungry box. Yes. Yeah, who is the crap? <laughs> oh yeah, tell that story, please, because that's, yeah. that's kind of um, related to. I don't remember uh, yeah. like <laughs> exactly, but there was a tournament in Xanadu in Merlin, right? And hung- it was a major for. Gosh, I don't remember. If it- I think it was yeah. I think it was just like a general Smash tournament, so Melee was there, and Hungry Box ended up winning the tournament. But when he won, someone from the crowd threw a crap. Like I think it was like a cooked crab. Like, you know, like, you know, when you, you know, when you, uh, like steam the bunch of crabs and then, yeah, it was just one of those. And then someone threw yeah, like it a at bright him. red crab. Yeah. Someone threw a crab at him. It missed him thankfully, because like, obviously that kind oh. of shit would, it would hurt a lot, but the it fact that it happened, it was just so insane. Yeah. We yeah. call that a Maryland touchdown here in Virginia. <laughs> Uh, Hungry Box is one of those five Smash Gods, and it is five, yes. right? Yes, five Smash Gods. Yes. I uh, I like Hungry Box a lot because uh, he and Justin Wong talks about this a little bit. Justin uh, Wong. That Hungry Box, like he saw uh, in Melee, a lot of people were only playing like Fox Falco, like a lot of he- heavy aggro very quickly, and Hungry Box got famous for playing Jigglypuff. Yes, and like kind of like yes. hanging out for a bit, and then just coming and punishing, and then hanging out for a bit, like really <laughs> just like this is not the speed at which people are used to playing this goddamn game, and it pissed people off. Yeah. So in Smash, uh, or rather Melee, uh, a lot of the characters, a lot of the top tier characters, or the more commonly used characters, they're very so Melee in general is just a very aggressive game. Uh, Fox, mm-hmm. really the space man, space animals, uh, Sheik, Marth, they're all like super aggressive. But then like Jigglypuff and Peach, those are really like you want to stay back and be as lame as possible. And when you watch these matches, <laughs> like they are really lame. Like you want to stay back, just capitalize. So you don't on like that type mis- of play either. Yeah, no, no, I actually do. Like that kind of that I kind of it. shit is hype for me. I love lame Dude, play. John, John is lame. 
<laughs> yeah. It's just funny it's that your, the, the accurate term for it is just lame and you're lame. not being insulted. You're you're staying back and you're just watching your opponent make mistakes and you're capitalizing upon them. And you're playing super slow. I think that's super sick. Do they have do they have different names for the type of characters in Smash versus the other fighting games? Like, would that still be considered a, a zoner if you're trying to stay yes stay back and zoners yep. and rush down? Uh, there's a little bit of overlap, cool. um, but like Smash and oh, it's it's very interesting. So Smash and the fighting game community, they definitely have like different terms for different things. Like the most basic mm-hmm. one that I found yeah, that out. I'm coming the from most Smash, basic like learning one. a lot of FGC stuff. Like it was it. It took a while. Like the most basic one, like fighting game players will call things casuals. Like these are just casuals. We're just playing for fun or like playing just to, to play outside a tournament or whatever. And yeah. then there are yeah. uh, friendlies. Smash people call it friendlies. Ah. And then they have things like hand warmers <laughs> versus, uh, uh, you know, gosh, I actually don't remember the, the fighting game term so, right wow. now. But it's like button. Um, How embarrassing. Oh, gosh. Button checks, button checks in fighting games. Button yeah. check, yeah. Button checks versus hand warmers, and then there's casuals check, versus friendlies. <laughs> Wait, what, stuff what like are that. those? Um, so make sure your controller's working. Yeah, and in the so right format. Before matches, you can request for like a button check with your opponent, and then you'll just jump into a match and then check to see if your buttons and your controllers working properly, and that you can do whatever you mm-hmm. want to do, and then just get honestly like with the smash, how they call them hand warmers, just get your hands ready for the, the match. You know, I did see something in one of the videos. We since we already talked about them, Sonic Fox and Goichi. One of their earlier matches, uh, Goichi was was doing really well, and then Sonic Fox requested a seat change for yeah. them to, to flip sides. Was really? that fucked up? Um, that's because then he won after. So, that. Either, oh, if it was so brutal, either if it was intentional or not, um, that's like a common quote unquote tactic for fighting. It's not like. Like a disrespectful thing to, or anything. It's like they said it was to cool him yes, off because he, so he was when, on too much of a hot streak. When you're winning in fighting games, it's generally best for your opponent to kind of stop the momentum. Yeah, um, take a second. What a lot of people, yeah, yeah, what a lot of people do is they actually just re- return to character select because that's just on the menus that show up when you win or lose. Right. So you can return to the character select, collect yourself, and then jump back in. So what Sonic Fox did, um, if it was like, it doesn't matter like if it was intentional or not, but that kind of slowed Goichi's momentum down because what he did was he just kind of halted the momentum and just yeah. um, outside of the game, he just kind of stopped the the set so that they can kind of return mentally in a reset sort of way. Um, and also mm-hmm. just playing from whichever side that you wish to play on, like first player or second player, like it can kind of work to your advantage, like especially in Tekken. Like Tekken, in Tekken, that's a huge thing. You can request to play on a certain side because sometimes it might be easier for you to perform certain actions on a certain side. Yeah, I, f- I found that even mid match, I I start to, I have a, I get a lot of anxiety. So it's it's even when I'm doing well <laughs> with like comboing somebody into a corner, I'm like I need to step back and take a second to breathe, dude. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. My my, it's like my mind has gotten ahead of my body, and I just need to stop and take a breather. Right. See, I, this is where I disagree, and it's the only times I've been successful against John and had a really good round. Is I just let my mind go. I'm like, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna press the buttons. Too. You press, like, tell me to press whatever, and I'm gonna press them. Like, clearly, clearly, my subconscious has downloaded something that I haven't processed yet. So just let that work, and the round will be over before you know it. Either way, like. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, the way when I was uh, learning to play Smash Ultimate, 
Um, mm-hmm. That was something that I got complimented on. And just like, dude, I, every game I play with you, you you play incredibly differently. And it's just like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh. But it's the second that I began, it's the second that I began to think about think it. Think like, about it, yeah. Well, no, because it was like, it was directional. Like, it wasn't just random movements. It was of kind course. of like, no, I, I did this and I saw what didn't work and I did something else. And as long as I'm not thinking about it, you, you kind of like trick yourself into learning. But the second that like, oh shit, I get hit by that. I got to block that. And like, now I'm just thinking about it. Now yeah. I'm just thinking about it's it. Kinda, and yeah. It's absolute ego drain. It's kind of like this age old, like fighting game, like mentality where if you're doing a mix up on someone, it's like, if I don't know where to block, my opponent doesn't know where to block. Yeah. If I don't... <laughs> That's incredible. And I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> Some someday I'll I'll know how to how to mix it up that hard, but right now I I can barely, because the I don't know I feel like even Mortal Kombat, if you just start flailing around, it's not like Super Smash I think where you can still I don't know how to get into somebody who's button mashing honestly on Super Smash like they just they just keep oh, flailing mm-hmm. around and I'm like Super I don't know what to easy. do with that. <laughs> Taylor's um, like <laughs> I could have sorry I've done I've done it before like it, it feels real real good yeah and someone's just coming in like fuck this I'm just like okay I'm gonna just like jump and then just walk you off the stage exactly <laughs> keep going Jorge though what were you talking about oh I was I was just saying that um I I need to with with Mortal Kombat I need to know kind of what I am doing like I I early on I I know that as as things yeah as specials start to get memorized more I know it'll I'm feeling it start to change. I can do some things just out of instinct, but early yeah. on, I need to very purposefully do everything that I'm doing. Or yeah, else it's not well, that's work out yeah, for me. that's I get that. Of yeah, course. it's muscle memory. Like it's it's one of those things where you just kind of train your your hands to. Uh, the more you play the game, the more they'll remember. Like, the more yeah, your absolutely. emotions will start to remember. Well, that's... I've been playing so much now that I was actually trying. I was falling asleep while playing a game on my phone. Uh, <laughs> Marvel Strike Force, which everybody should now know that I play, uh, and I, as I was falling asleep, I tr- kept trying to tell myself not to, but I was repeating uh, like the special moves yeah. for Mortal Kombat. I was just tapping them onto my phone. Oh and my god! I'm like, god. all right, I have a serious problem now. Things are getting out of control over you here. You have no problem. You this have a is solution. a Mortal Kombat household. <laughs> that is, yeah. it's a solution. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> This was John's oh plan the entire time. He was going to give it to us like, hey, John I just, just want to do this wants episode. wants more people to play with. He just yeah, wants it's, more people to play it's with. Also, he absolutely seduced us. It's also like um, there was something I was watching earlier today uh, about someone's epiphanies, like someone in the fighting game community, how they were making like content. And mm-hmm. along the way, they were just kind of lost. But then they kind of like refound themselves in the, <laughs> in the, the pandemic. Uh, but like... Mm-hmm. When you're playing like your friends and they don't really understand what they're doing either, like they they won't understand like fighting games. It's only until mm-hmm. you understand, like if you're on the same wavelength that you start to appreciate fighting games. Like you won't really appreciate fighting games unless you like already play one yourself and stuff like that. So it's good that you guys are learning because then you get to see what I'm like kind of through my eyes as well. Yeah, um, there's like a lot of magic to kind of tap into. And it's definitely a journey, like playing fighting games. It's a it's a hobby, but like it's you like there's so much experience because the, you get interactions with people and you feel it through the game and see it through the screen. 
Yeah, it's a it's a whole new set of memories that have been unlocked for me lately. Because um, I because I you know when I think of fighting games before we started doing this, like when I was doing the homework, like well, really, I only ever really played Smash and like whatever iteration of that. And then I like as l- trying to learn combos and shit in uh, MK11, it was just oh shit, you spent like hours learning Yoshimitsu shit in Soul Calibur 2. Yeah. Like, you wanted to do the pogo stick, you wanted to do the, in like, uh, Senpaku, like, kill your fucking self oh, yeah. move, and you wanted to win with it. And it was just like, cool. Like, I re- now I, like, I re- re-remember doing this shit. I, w- I worked at a laser tag mm-hmm. place that had Soul Calibur 2, uh, and so, like, there, like, cool. I went from GameCube, I started playing on the arcade, and then it got replaced with Tekken, like, I'm not doing this again. And so, like, <laughs> start yeah, over. That, like that era of my life kind of, like, went to the side. This is the end of high school. So, like, yeah, just re-remembering, like, oh, yeah, you you have done this before, dude. <laughs> and Yeah, I, I used to play Nightmare on Soul Calibur 2. That was my <laughs> shit. Keelik, man, I was a Keelik player. Oh, you, oh of course you piece you of shit, dude. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm, I already know I'm going to hate his Baraka. It's going to drive me crazy. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare, dude. <laughs> I'm not excited for it. But well, does, it, does anybody have anything else they would like to cover from, from the homework, which is all in the description of our previous episode? We'll post anybody. it again in this one. Yeah. Um, like to, yeah. Underneath any new stuff. I think I'm... I mean, I could just talk about random stuff for hours, but in yeah. terms of no, the I mean, I, I could go on, I could go on forever. But the, yeah, point is, the tournament shit is <laughs> yeah. cool. Learning about individual tournament players feels great when you start Naruto playing a game. Naruto is an anime. Naruto, Naruto is, an is anime. not an anime. I, I do. There's have something one. called Baruto for some reason. <laughs> you mean, you mean uh, Borat? Borat. 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 Uh, no, his name is one. Borat. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, Naruto and Borat. What do you have to say, Taylor? There was one story that I really liked. One of the videos that I watched was the story of Super Smash, and it was the story of Sakurai, uh, the creator oh, of Super yes. Smash, who at the time was like 19. Uh, and it talks about like what inspired him to make Dragon Fighter, which eventually became uh, Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. He, you know, like a bunch of dudes, like we were talking about earlier, like got off of work, went to the arcade, and would just play Street Fighter 2. And. <laughs> You don't see the people playing on the other arcade because they're all connected, like, via LAN. Um, so this person came up, and he just fucking kicked their ass. Like, he was like and almost got mad at this person. Like, how dare you come up and step up right now? I'm in the fucking zone. <laughs> and he peeks around the cabinet, and it's like a couple that just had an extra quarter at the, the arcade. Like, oh, we just wanted to try this out. And, like, they played, and they just got spanked. And he, he, he takes that as a moment, like, Oh, that was kind of shitty, dude. Um, yeah, like- that kind of that kind of that kind of hurt real bad. I think I'm gonna dedicate my life to making a non-competitive video game. <laughs> it's a non-competitive fighting game, which everyone who overplayed Smash Brothers says, "Fuck you for that attitude." Yeah, because like, <laughs> so, so Sakurai like- didn't notice uh, notice it at the time, but Melee is actually like incredibly competitive. It, but like, also, it was well designed for the competitive like environment. Like all the <laughs> mechanics. Um, so even like small things like how certain characters on certain uh, stages, they can like do like an up tilt and then they can reach past a certain platform, but other characters can't, but it's like, it's appropriate for the situation and then like the stage, like the way that's designed, it just somehow worked so well. And like Sakurai didn't mean to do any of that, but but the, yeah, they, so they built that great. game in like 14 months yeah like it's so good <laughs> oh though like i mean they're obviously like a huge you won't 
play like a bunch of the characters in the game like at a competitive level but those who are being played at the competitive level like work so well and it and it like it just somehow makes sense mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean melee survived for uh, they're still playing melee in spite of all the other games that came CRTs out. CRTs are blowing up in convention centers just so people can play <laughs> Melee. Is like, that true? It's true. It's happened before, yes. Yeah, we had a, uh, when I was running the, the store, we had a storage unit um, after mm-hmm. one guy, he was he started to run Melee tournaments at our place and he was working with us. He was one of their repairmen. Uh, and he had a bunch of CRTs because he previously did a lot of competitive gaming and had his own business for a bit doing competitive gaming. Um, so he had a bunch of CRTs and like, dude, I can't keep these in my house anymore. So we got a storage unit specifically oh just to put the CRTs so away How's and bring melee them out you know, once or yeah, twice like... a week. Was it for Melee mainly? It was only for Melee. Yeah, it that's, that's only legit. For melee. People definitely do that. Um, like, that's the only way to play. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, do we... Uh... I, I we have we have a little bit of a kids corner if we want to move out on that. Oh yeah, hold on, hold the phone. Do I do I hear something? Do I guys hold it? Sh- shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Oh, there it is. I hear it. I hear it now. It's coming around the corner. It's the kids corner. <laughs> Good. So we uh we got an. It's coming around the corner. It's the kids corner. Yep. What did Hashtag you say? Hate everything. Hate everything. <laughs> I don't know Continue. what you guys said. Uh, so our our good friend of the show, Claire, sent us an email suggesting that we watch something and do an episode on it. I'm not going to say what in case we decide not to do it because we have been burned before on <laughs> oh, suggestions <laughs> where somebody says, oh, hey, do this. And we're like, that's fucked up. We're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hey, so, watch this video of a murder. No, I can't. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> regardless, thank you for listening and sending your suggestion in, Claire. Thank you so much, Claire. Hell yeah. Nobody nobody emails anymore, and they should. Uh, no, you haven't met any of my aunties. They are they are mad <laughs> chain <old> emailers <laughs> in the twenty in the year 2020, year of They're our Lord not... 2020. They are still chain emailing where I see like a list of previous sent to with Does everyone's it... email address clearly forward, displayed. Forward, 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 yeah. forward, 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 forward. Hundred long. <laughs> that reminds me of people. Well, do you mind if I send you like a message over like a DM, but in the style? of an email because <laughs> some people and they do oh that they do that and then they signature the <laughs> oh <laughs> I lo- oh my god okay That's now incredible. i i did i skipped the line a little bit i was trying to make sure i didn't forget that kid's corner but we we do need to do on the subject of fighting games again are we friends even more of a yes than the last time yeah, I haven't been thinking about anything but Mortal Kombat this entire time. John? Yes. <laughs> well, that was that that good fighter announcer voice. Uh yeah, no, it's 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 burrowing deep. There there's something deep and awful growing inside of me right now. Oh yeah. And so next time, uh until next time, I have been your Desperately learning every combo I can and jealous of the fact that Jorge has another person to play with in his apartment co-host, Taylor. I have been your first to tend me, you son of a bitch, Brian. We would very much like to thank John for being with us again. Uh, you're, I'm just your local fighting game player, I guess. 
And, and you I said don't know why. Like, yeah, you already uh, said my name. No, I was just like, yeah, what he, do said, I, he set you up bad, dude. He, 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 so he set confused. you up bad. He's mad at you for something. Damn, I, I got mixed up. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's uh, what is it now for me? Now it's still just me. It's I am Jorge, and we will talk to you and apologize to John for setting up so badly next week. Hadouken. <laughs>